One of the easiest ways to grow your photography business is to add additional revenue streams. So on this episode, I'm gonna be talking about easy revenue streams that you can start today. Now, when I say easy, I mean, they're still gonna require some work and some heavy lifting on your end, but once they're set up, they're gonna be ready to go and serving you and your revenue for the remainder of the year. Welcome to season two of the Success Beyond Lens podcast. If you're a photographer looking to grow your business through marketing strategy and different revenue streams, then this is 100% the season you're going to want to listen into. We have a range of guests talking about different ways to grow your photography business through multiple marketing platforms, copy strategy, and revenue streams. So grab your favorite glass of wine, a cup of coffee, your AirPods, and a pen and paper, and let's dive in. about passive income. However, what a lot of people don't tell you when we talk about building passive revenue streams is that getting them up and going isn't all that passive. It requires quite a bit of planning, strategy, and work to really get passive revenue income streams up and running. Now, as a photographer, this can look a lot of different ways. If you're wanting to get into the education space, then starting off small, like offering templates that work well with your clients, is an easy digital product that you can begin offering. The other way to look into this is, of course, offering mentoring sessions, courses, that kind of thing. Now, if you go into mentoring sessions or one-on-one coaching, that isn't all that passive. It's going to require quite a bit of energy from you in order to make that revenue stream continue to bring in money. And also, it's still trading some of your time for money. The idea of growing your business through adding revenue streams is to make sure that you are trading less time for more money. That's why digital products, courses, templates can be so successful. So let's talk about some ideas to add passive income streams to your business. Now, there are all kinds of different ways. A lot of my clients get stuck in thinking they have to offer templates very specific to their audience that already exists. However, you can figure out other creative ways to add revenue streams, passive revenue streams to maybe someone you hadn't thought about. Most of the time as photographers, we think, okay, we need to offer mentoring sessions or we need to offer templates to other photographers. However, you can also do passive revenue streams to your clients. What if you created guides, in-depth guides to helping a client build their confidence before their boudoir session, where it's a series of videos in introspection or building confidence or claiming their inner goddess, right? Whatever that looks like. Or maybe you create a wedding planning course that helps your clients as a wedding photographer put together the wedding planning. You can source local vendors. You can talk about, you know, finding the right photographer for their needs, that kind of thing. So when you begin considering different passive income streams, keep in mind that there's more than just other photographers out there wanting your knowledge. You can also consider the type of clients that you're serving and how you can serve them in other ways. So when you first consider adding these revenue streams, you want to think about the 
path of least resistance. This is something I talk a lot about on the podcast in getting started in something, anything new, right? A few weeks ago, we were talking about, you know, getting started on TikTok or Instagram Reels. Start with the path of least resistance. If you already have a fantastic follow-up process that has landed you clients in the last two years, then you can put that follow-up process in a you know, pretty PDF with a video explaining how it works and how they can tailor it to their business and sell it for $7 or $10. And that can be your first revenue stream. That is an easy way to begin reusing content and knowledge you already have. It doesn't become something this grandiose thing you have to strategize and creating and hiring someone to create this in-depth course. It's a matter of utilizing knowledge and pieces of your business that you're already using. You just have to repurpose a little bit and get it out into the world. Email templates, PDFs, those are easy things to begin putting in place to get some passive revenue. If you have graphics that you've created for your Instagram or your Instagram stories or TikTok covers, whatever the case may be, you can sell graphics. If you are a boudoir photographer who has a prep guide that your clients absolutely love, you can sell the prep guide. If you are a equine photographer who has an IPS guide on how to get $5,000, $6,000 IPS sales at your sales calls, sell that guide. There are so many different ways that you can slowly dip your toes into these types of revenue streams. Also, like I already mentioned, you want to look at creative ways to create more revenue in your in your business. One of the ways that you can do this is through affiliate marketing. When you partner with people whose products that you resonate with, it can be an easier way to make some extra revenue that doesn't directly involve you creating a product. So if you know there's a photographer out there who has an incredible blogging course or an incredible wedding photography course or an amazing, you know, mastermind, you can become an affiliate to their products. And if it feels good to you, you can talk about their course, their mastermind, their products on your platform, and you can actually make residual income from those sales. Affiliate marketing is amazing. You can do this with people that you have relationships with, or you can even create things like an Amazon product shop or an Amazon storefront of products you use. If you have especially if you have an engaging audience on Instagram or TikTok, this can be a nice little way to make some extra money. If you're talking about products you enjoy using, equipment that you utilize every day, courses that you've taken, you know, you can actually put, if it's available on Amazon, you can put all of it in a storefront. And when someone purchases through that storefront, you get money from that sale. The same thing with if you push, if you're using Dubsado and you love their program, you can push Dubsado, have people sign up through your link, and you get a kickback off of that sale. Most big systems that you use likely have some type of affiliate program that they offer. So Dubsado, HoneyBook. HoneyBook has a fantastic affiliate program. You can look into your gallery platforms, your editing platforms, you know, see if there's ways that you can make a little money here and there. All of it ends up adding up. 
the more revenue streams you have, the closer you are to being a millionaire. So when you think of passive income streams, you can think of other ways to make residual money. Some other options would be speaking engagements. If you are interested in being an educator in your field, then reaching out to different conferences or applying to be a speaker at different conferences is another way to bring in money. You can do mentor sessions or one-to-one coaching. This is a lot of the times where I see clients begin to dip their toes in the water. It's an easier way to make some additional money that doesn't involve you, you know, shooting a session, editing, calling, delivering a gallery, that kind of thing. Mentoring, especially if you do it virtually, can be a less involved process. You still want to make sure that you are giving plenty of value there for your mentoring services. But if you are charging you know, $500 a month for two calls per month, then that's one way to to make some extra income. The biggest thing to keep in mind when you're looking at adding passive income to your business is to make sure that it makes sense for your business. If you are a boudoir photographer, it's not going to make a whole lot of sense for you to offer a wedding album sequence or, you know, a wedding album design course. Your audience isn't made up of clients in the wedding industry. They're going to be made up of clients in the boudoir industry. You're either going to have followers that are possibly interested in working with you as a photographer, or you're going to have followers who are photographers who want to do the type of work that you're currently doing. So you If you're creating products, you want to make sure you're serving the audience that is currently at your disposal. One of the easy ways to figure out what your audience wants is to ask them. (laughs) This is something that we can forget to think about, right? We think, okay, everybody's making, you know, a such and such course, so I need to make a such and such course. However, your audience might not need that or want that. So pull your audience, get into your Instagram stories and ask them questions. What do they want to see from you? Do they want to see digital products or do they want to see a course? If they want to see digital products over course, what kind of digital products? Do they want your email templates or do they want your editing presets? Do they want your graphics or do they want your prep guide? Figuring out what your audience wants from you will create a wealth of information that's going to allow you to start pulling ideas on what to create for them. The next step, once you figure out what they want, is to figure out how to deliver it to them. So if you have decided, okay, they wanted a prep guide, I'm going to beef up my current prep guide, make it pretty, put it into Canva, put it into Spark, and I'm going to sell it. Then what you can do is create a wait list. In those stories, say, hey guys, I heard you. You wanted a boudoir prep guide. I'm really excited. I'm gonna have it launching in two weeks. You can go to the link in my bio, or if you have the new link available in your Instagram stories, go to this link, sign up. You'll be the first to know when it's available. I'm gonna be pricing it between seven and $10. Gives them enough information that they know One, you have it coming. Two, they have a way to find out when it's available. And three, what the cost is going to be and that they can afford it. When you first start getting into digital products, I personally think it's a really good idea to start with an easy yes, okay? It's a no-brainer for your audience. It's an easy yes. It's, oh my goodness, this, 
you know, 20 page prep guide that gives me all kinds of information on how to prep my client for their session or how their client needs to prep for the session is $7. Like, hello, absolutely. Add to cart. Buy now. Let's get this over with. Okay. Then from there, you can build on it. From the boudoir prep guide, you can add, they can do, you know, a boudoir email sequence, or they can do a how to make your client confident in a shoot course, any of those types of things. When they are already on your list because they've gotten that easy yes, it gives you an opportunity to continue to build their relationship, to build that connection with them so that when you are ready to launch a bigger product that is... 197 or $297, then they're going to be more likely to purchase from you again because they've already purchased from you before. The next thing to consider when doing passive income is time. Now, we are currently in the slower season for photographers. If you aren't currently working on creating a passive revenue stream at this point, then all I want you to do right now is just brainstorm ideas and figure out when you want to launch it. Even if it's passive, even if it's something that you kind of set it and forget it, it's evergreen, it's still going to need some type of support. You're going to have a student that reaches out asking questions. You're going to have people interested in in purchasing the product that are going to have questions, whether it's in Instagram DMs or your email. So the last thing you want to do is launch this really cool product in the middle of the busiest season and not be able to actually take the time to nurture your audience should they have questions. Now, an easy way around this is if you have a large following and you get 10 DMs asking the same question, instead of personally answering every single DM, you can create an Instagram story saying, hey, I got a lot of questions on if our boudoir prep guide goes over skincare? The answer is absolutely. Not only do we go over skincare, but we actually recommend these certain products based on your skin type. So our makeup artist can create an incredible look for you the day of your shoot. Something like that. That way you're answering 10 people in 30 seconds rather than answering 10 people in 15 minutes. So if you're going to do, if you're going to add a revenue, you have to take a look at your year and figure out when that launch is going to make the most sense. If you're currently listening to this, it's the middle of February. If your busy season isn't until May, then you might have time to sit down, come up with the product, create the product and launch it. If your busy season starts in March or April, then you probably don't have enough time to really get a product fully out into your audience. I would recommend taking this time, brainstorming some some ideas for your, your passive income stream and figuring out, okay, this is what I want to do. Here's how I want to do it. When can I launch it? I know some photographers have a lull between like June and September. So you could launch it during that time if you're going to, if you tend to have that lull, or you can wait till closer to, you know, Q4 after the crazy, insane fall season and begin working on your product then. The thing about our businesses, you guys, as we come up with these ideas, as we grow our businesses, We can be challenged or or we feel like we're expected to act on them immediately. And that's not the case at all. 
One of the things that you have to consider is if you're listening to a lot of podcasts or you're reading a lot of business books or you're going to different conferences, there's so much information and there's so much that people will teach you on that you need to be doing for your business. So you have to be, you know, on this platform or you need to be creating, you know, this product in order to be successful. That's a bunch of poppycock. If you're successful, you don't have to add these things. If you want to grow your business, focus on the things that make the most sense for you. If that means adding digital products, then I'll, by all means, let's do it. If that means growing and TikTok following and not doing digital products, then by all means, let's do that. You have to do what feels good and authentic to you and take it one step at a time. We talked about marketing a lot on this season of the podcast. If you listen to where you should be focusing your marketing, I think it was episode one or three, then you may be working on a new marketing platform for 2022. Don't fo- don't take the focus away from that to build a digital product. Focus on growing whatever platform that you decided to focus on. Make that your priority for 2022. In Q, late Q3, in Q4 of this year, and you have that solid TikTok following and you have two social media platforms that are growing steadily and bringing you new clients, then... That's going to give you two audiences to begin to pull. Hey, what else do you guys want to see from me? Is it digital products? Is it a course? Is it mentorship? And then begin to plan for Q1 of 2023 saying, hey, I'm really excited. Thank you so much for supporting me this year. This is what we have working towards 2023. You guys will be able to see my first course launching in February. Something like that. You don't have to do it all at once. You want to pace the growth of your business because that's going to allow you to grow it at a pace that feels good and that's sustainable. One of the things that I see happen is we feel like we have to have our fingers in 10 different pies and inevitably everything falls apart. There's too many gaps when you're in too many places. So clients get unhappy, products aren't being delivered, galleries are way behind. If you take your time and grow your business at a steady rate in ways that feel good to you, in ways that are least resistance, then you'll see that steady growth and you won't be so overwhelmed with having to be everything for everyone everywhere, okay? So here's your homework. Grab that pen and paper, or if you're driving, just kind of brainstorm some thoughts. What do you want to do? What lights you up? If it's marketing, focus on marketing. If it's that you're ready to, you know, shoot less and make more, then focus on mentoring sessions or coaching. If you're ready to start dipping your toes into the education, start creating some templates. Just brainstorm some ideas and figure out what lights you up most and that's the direction you head in. I hope you guys find this episode helpful. I'm so excited to see what your focus is on for this first quarter of 2022. Tag me on Instagram. Let me know you're listening. And if you guys ever have any questions, I am always more than happy to help you out. I hope you have a great day and I'll see you next week.
Well, that wraps us up for this week. Thank you so much for joining on this episode of the Success Beyond Lens podcast. If you are loving our content, it would mean the world to me if you subscribe to our channel or left us a review. You can always hang out with me on the gram at Success Beyond the Lens. Hope to see you guys next week.